first episode um we have entitled it tis a state i mean that's applied to lots of things but mainly the environment yeah um it's pretty accurate yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a general environmental podcast it is covering all things from what is climate change what you should know about it to fast fashion a broad range of topics yeah <laughs> i cover as much as our understanding is of different aspects of exactly. environmentalism and environmental activism and research and developments and all that jazz yeah and this is a podcast that i just kind of had a brainwave one night <laughs> yeah no we decided we were procrastinating studying and we were like what if we made a podcast yeah. um that'd be gas because I was listening to, if I don't know if you know, but you should listen to it if you haven't, but it's Mothers of Invention. It's run by former president of Ireland, Mary Robinson and Maeve Higgins. Higgins, yeah. Um, and she's an Irish comedian. But they talk about, the entire podcast is about climate justice and it's really funny. But I was listening to that and I was just kind of like, I want to start a podcast. Yeah, this. I could do that. <laughs> I don't need to be a former president of Ireland no. to start a podcast. That's true. That's the internet, kids. Yeah. So I text Anna at like, I want to say, uh, half seven, um, a Sunday morning, I remember being like, do you want to do a podcast with me? And um, as per usual, with all of these messages, I was just like, yeah, <laughs> did I read it? Maybe. <laughs> and here we are. Um, yeah, we're, we're, um, we're both in UCC. We just finished third year. Um, studying microbiology, actually. Yeah, both of us. So it's like, we're not environmental science students. No, we're um, not. We just have a keen interest in it. Yeah, um, complete amateurs, but yeah, doing our um, best. Talking absolute trash, yeah. no doubt. <laughs> but um, if you're one of those people, like ourselves, who at every opportunity will bring up environmentalism <laughs> um, and talk about it, and everyone is sick of you, and <laughs> you have us to come yeah. and listen to. No, keep doing that. Yeah, it's very important. Um, yeah, we're also involved in UCC Envirosoc. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're friends anyway, but. Um, we're both in the lab. Me for the last two yeah, years. Me for one year. Yeah. So for anyone who doesn't know, uh, UCC Environmental Society is a student-run voluntary um, environmental group. And it consists of about 14 committee members, I think. Yeah. Roughly. Um, lots of regulars. Mem- members, exactly. Um, kind of a panel of people who arrange events for other students. Our aim is to... Promote sustainability. Yeah, well. within the student body of the yeah. and further field if we can. And we run regular events pretty much every week during the college year. And some of it can be talks with speakers about various issues. Like we yeah. had some speakers um, during the year talking about waste production in the dairy industry. Yeah, we had some about uh, waste plants in Ireland. Yeah. Um, economics and sustainable businesses. Mm. We have an annual climate conference, which is a day of speakers. Yeah, we've done that the last two years now. Yeah, and it's really cool, actually. Yeah. It's um, really enjoyable to go and listen to all of these like activists and environmentalists talking about their work and how they're making a difference. I think that was really cool. Yeah, it's a nice balance of activists and uh, people in research. Yeah. And also like kind of journalist mm-hmm. types. Yeah, um, and we do... Kind of just social college student events. Yeah, but it's not all 
very serious. Yeah, not <laughs> No, like, we know we're not going to solve climate change, but we're doing our best. Yeah, the impact is not, the you know, our ability to save the planet no. as a UCC group of students. It's about our ability to spread the word amongst yeah. each other. So the biggest impact that EnviroSoc could hope to have, I think, is on the people who engage with it. Yeah. And on what they take away with them. And um, everyone's welcome, even non-students. Like, if you're not a UCC student, you can still come along to our yeah, events. Yeah, we have They're a Facebook open. page. Yeah, UCC Environmental Society. On We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all those. Well, we have an email as well, um, environmental.uccsocieties.ie, if you want to get in touch. Yeah. Or give out about us talking on a podcast. I suppose you could do that too. <laughs> <laughs> so that's EnviroSoc in a nutshell. Yeah. So the topics we're going to discuss today are pretty general. Uh, it's just a, a roundup of trying to give an overview of like things we want to touch on. We're going to go into a lot more detail uh, later on, hopefully, if there is a later on. <laughs> so we're just going to talk about like our own backgrounds and um, our own interests in the environmental movement pretty you know, briefly first. And then we're going to talk about some ideas we have for episodes. I don't know, like how successfully we'll see them through, but that's the aim. And um, just kind of the very basics. Yeah. Um, I don't remember one moment where I got interested in environmentalism. Like, I don't really... I know I was aware of it all through primary and secondary school, but I don't remember, like, a snap moment where I was like, whoa, this is something really need to get interested in. I think it was only, honestly, at the end of my first year in college. Mm. Um... Well, I think it's, like, omnipresent. Yeah, it was always there, but I wasn't... Like, it wasn't, like, a huge part of my life. Like, I didn't think about it every single day the way I do now. Yeah, no, I mean, I can remember, like, in a, in a broader sense, not so much, like, climate change and, you know, like, the environmental movement, as it were, but, like, learning about, like, recycling and, like, minding the planet and the balance of nature and stuff in like in primary schools and I remember when we were in primary school like I wanted our school to have green schools because the school that my mom worked at did and loads of other schools and I just thought that this was like a, a good thing to like recycle and not litter and um, I was told like it would be like too awkward for a small school to run so I felt very like defeated by that but I was on that in secondary school so I guess through that but that's very much more like a small scale yeah. thing and um, I mean I wouldn't say that my parents were like environmentalists but um i guess growing up in the countryside you like they would like instill the balance of like nature and uh, the pollution and that like and i do remember when they um when they first watched oh what's the algor one an inconvenient truth mm. and like talked to us about it afterwards only in a kind of a general sense yeah. but that was a very different approach then it was like if we all like recycle bottles and glass and you know cycle places and it was I don't know, far more, more approachable. Simple. Yeah, more simple or something. Yeah, it's not the sort of, like, complete catastrophe that's painted now. <laughs> <laughs> so, in short, um, yeah, it's hard to pinpoint a moment, but I, I know I was always interested in nature when I was little, and obviously that, like, the changing nature of, you know, the world, climate change, mm -hmm. global warming, whatever you want to, like, pin it down as, com comes along with that. Yeah, definitely. Well, I grew up, I'm from Cork myself, but I am from Bishopstown, which is the pretty much outskirts of Cork City. So I wasn't exactly like connected with nature. We go to my um, granny's farm and stuff at the weekends, but I wouldn't say I was like that clued in, I don't think. And I know we have like green schools and things like that, but it was never pushed. And I can't remember any time where a teacher 
talked about the environment or climate change or anything like that. Unless, I mean, maybe they mentioned it, but I just don't remember. <laughs> but clearly it didn't make any impact on me at all. That I, like, Yeah, I it was just a any- passing subject. Yeah, I can't yeah, think that's of very anything. True. And bins and turn off the lights, but that could have been more of a a cost-saving thing. Than yeah, yeah, it was just for efficiency rather than, yeah. Yeah, than an actual environmental issue. But, I don't know, I think it was like the end of my first year, second year of college, that I just kind of got more interested in it. And then I joined the Environmental Society as a general committee member at the end of my second year. And a year on... I'm going to be chair of it next year, so... <laughs> She's in charge. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. But. Yeah, because I think it's... Uh, I mean, like, even we were um, in a bookshop earlier today, and I don't know if anything's actually happening with regards to... Like, that's a, that's an, a question open for debate. Are things changing in relation to how people see the environment? But it's never been so trendy. I understand why it would be important for it to be trendy, yeah, yeah. like, in quotation yeah, yeah. marks, because that's how things become popular. But it's also kind of like... For businesses to slap on a, a green sticker and say, oh, we're sustainable, we have compostable cups, but it's still, if those compostable cups are going into a, a landfill, it's not helping us. Yeah, that's so true. It's just... And it's, um, yeah, I saw a thing recently. It was just like a blogger kind of pointing this mm-hmm. out, but it was the idea of like, um, uh, oh, shoes in a particular like high street uh, shop. And they were saying, oh, our latest vegan range, which makes it now obviously like environment vegan very like closely intertwined yeah. but like different in terms of like ethics whatever we're not getting into that but th- it was that she was just making the point that these are just polyester shoes mm. these are just shoes that aren't made of leather and are maybe of a you know a lesser quality that some people don't like wearing leather and there is obviously an impact yeah. on cows where leather comes from in an environmental stance but that's just a pure example of marketing mm. it's the same with the um yeah, the compostable cups or the plastic knives and forks, but they're giving you like 50 napkins. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's... Yeah. They're making an effort, but not much of an effort. It's just kind of an image thing more than Yeah, it's, it's to be seen to be... Yeah, that's it, definitely it. Yeah. And that's... I mean, that's corporate businesses, because yeah. they don't want to... No one's going to claim that they're unsustainable. No. I know that the point of having a business is to make a profit, and that's what they want. But to what cost, I suppose? Yeah, and I think... Like, there are businesses, like, small businesses especially, founded mm. on the principles of being entirely sustainable. Mm. Um, like, one of our, our friends, she, she uh, did a kind of a research project thing on this chocolate company in Germany, which seemed really interesting. But their whole premise of what, when they started was about, like, from the ground up, they were going to be, like, sustainable. And that's a very, only a very small amount of businesses are like that, and that's only in recent times. So it's more a case of adaptation. Anyway, that's our take on economics. Yeah. <laughs> so, what's coming up on our other episodes, so, Eve? This is just a general introduction, but the next one we're going to do is things you should know about climate change. The kind of... Well, I don't remember learning about anything to do with climate change in school, and I actually did a talk during the year about um, environmentalism, kind of back to basics, and mm. what you should know. Yeah, no, to go was... and search for that information, like it's not... It's not readily available. Like no. every, it's all—it's a lot of buzzwords. Yeah. But I—I I wonder if you took a lot of people like from the general population and asked them, how does global warming like work in the sense of like how is the heat trapped? Yeah. Or why are the ice caps melting? Like people know that it's bad, mm. and like, but the yeah, the scientific yeah. background is lacking, perhaps. Yeah. 
we're going to cover specifically what is our situation in Ireland is with regards to emissions and waste production and what the legislation we have in place already, what little there is. Yeah, that's very true. Because, I mean, I'm guilty of this myself and I, I know other people are like, you'll, you'll, act, you'll actively read about like the latest environmental mm. reports or like, you know, um, watch documentaries or read about foreign species or things happening in the rainforest but then you're like well how does this translate back to Ireland and the implications of what we see in our legislation and in our own environment too in like how the weather changes or and it's usually yeah. um, US centric as well that's very true yeah it's US centric mm. and um, it's I mean like what's the point in some senses, in us learning about the American EPA and having no idea about the Irish, about the Irish laws and criticising other countries when, you know, you, yeah. you want to come to, to fruition with it yourself. Uh, we're going to cover what you can do to help as an individual. Yeah, so like the, the power of the individual. That's episode three. Yeah. Well, um, provisionally. Things from significant environmentalists who we admire, sustainable living, everything and anything, pretty much. Yeah, and I mean... If you've come to listen to this podcast, <laughs> the chances are you're probably already interested in yeah. these things. But I know for certain people, like there are different things they do that how, you know, your interpretation of environmentalism is very different. And for one person, that might be based around businesses mm. or what they eat or how they choose to travel or where they choose to buy things from. So everyone's um, take on things is, is, is slightly different. Yeah. And there's lots of ways that we can all balance it it's like you said about like Doing zero waste and stuff like not, not everyone's mm. going to be zero waste but mm. waste reduction yeah. like how we saw these, these books need, earlier um, yeah strive for reduction not perfection yeah strive that's, for reduction, that's a good way of putting yeah. it so that's just kind of like tips and tricks and yeah. examples of individuals who've you know brought mm. us a long way exactly and this is just a general disclaimer but we're far from experts we are just two students in cork trying to start a discussion we know that we're not going to solve climate change single-handedly yeah exactly we're going to try um, but we just want to open a discussion i suppose and well we're going to learn more ourselves from researching the topics we're discussing but we would hope that you would learn something from listening to this and get more engaged and talk about it with your friends or family or whoever else yeah the aim is just to get the i mean the word is out there but to get our take on yeah. it and obviously i mean this whole thing is going to be fraught with errors, so we'd only be delighted um, to hear everything we've done wrong or, or incorrect. But we'll try our best yeah. to like research things. Exactly. And obviously, we're good. Everyone has. This is something we learn a lot in science. Yeah. Everyone has an inherent bias, and we're no different. Mm -hmm. But um, I just it's just about you know how we're approaching it. Yeah, and I just think it'd be cool to have a kind of student perspective of it or a young person's perspective of it. Because it, for me, it feels very disconnected sometimes from environmentalism and the government even, because it's just kind of like older people making all the decisions and you yeah. see, that's all you see. And you don't really hear from us ever, except like a snippet on the news or the radio and that's kind of it. And bar, like, obviously we go to the environmental society meetings and you'll meet like many people there. But it's nice to have like kind of a media outlet that you can listen to. and Yeah, and also like... I mean, rational discussion is not quite the right, right way to put it. But when you see, like, young people talking about it, especially recently with the mm. Extinction Rebellion and stuff, it's, and I mean, like, rightfully so, but it's angry young people. Yeah. It's not, it's like young people are allowed to be angry about the mm. future, which is right. But, like, in terms of, like, a balanced discussion and, you know, initiatives for the future and mm. laws and legislations and, like, planning, 
that's all very like okay thanks kids yeah the grown-ups will handle this now mm. yeah we went to um what was it what was it actually called was it like a panel meeting or for uh, the MEP elections, the in, in, environmental in pillar Monster. had a open debate for yes, some of the debate. candidates for the European European Parliament elections. Yeah, yeah, in Ireland. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and there was about seven candidates there talking about their stances and their views on environmental issues and anything related to that, and it was mostly older people, which is obviously yeah, and the. Uh, the people, um, the politicians are older, but yeah. also the people there were older, and the people are like, when we looked around the room, it felt like we were there with um, two other friends who were uh, involved in, in Virusoc as well. Um, but it felt like a lot of grey heads. It did. Like, um, it's, obviously, it's yeah. not a bad thing to have older people there. But I was, I asked a question there to the MEPs, and I was the only young person to be um, chosen to ask a question. And how many questions did they have? That? Yeah, that's it. It's it's almost like you're not given. An opportunity. An to opportunity speak. to speak. Yeah, and uh, we're not. You know, we're not twelve. Yeah. <laughs> we're both adults. Yeah. Um, and have, I would say, a relatively good understanding mm-hmm. of this. Yeah. And if you've made an effort to engage and to come to it, what what can you what can you say? It's just very frustrating. It, when they were talking about education, I don't remember the, exactly the quest, mm-hmm. the context of the question. That really hammered home this like difference, um, between generations and a view of the future. Yeah, um, they just kept saying that they had to educate the children. And yeah, yeah, the they were talking people. about education in schools. But sure, I mean, how many kids are striking all over the world for climate action? We're yeah, not I think the children have need the education. Yeah, children have a very good yeah. understanding. It's the people in power at the moment yeah. who don't, you know, have the full picture mm. or like don't want to. They tell you that it's it's important, but how important to them is it really? Or is it you know is it all words? It's all, is it all just yes man tactics to get mm. to the top? I mean, yes is the answer yeah. to that, but we can't, you know, we can't admit yeah. that. Um, otherwise, everything would just be like terribly grim. And <laughs> so, I mean, that was a bit of a learning curve. Yeah, it kind of indirectly inspired me, um, or inspired me more so. Yeah, you're like, I gotta, I gotta teach yeah. these fools. <laughs> I just gotta do something rather than yeah. just... Because I give out about this all the time, but I suppose at least now we can give out about it on a platform, which is interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Um, one thing they did say is, you know, politics is action and reaction, and they claim that they're going to give you mm. what you want, but you can, they can't do that. Now, sometimes they don't, but if you don't ask for it, like, you, it's, it's always important to remember that you employ the politicians, you voted them in, like they, they're a credit to you. They're supposed to be listening to us. Yeah. And it doesn't really feel like they're... No, especially um, when you wrote all those letters a few weeks ago. Oh yeah, I always contacted my TDs and if you don't, you should because it's just fair. It's kind of fun. It's crack to because... be. It's also crack. Like... <laughs> it is good crack because I'll send out emails to my TDs um, in my constituency and I'll say, like, what's your take on current environmental issues? What have you done in the past? And what are your plans for the future to make Cork or whatever the area we're in um, more sustainable and eco-friendly and they'll just have a copy and paste answer about yes I care about the environment it's very important to me we're working on this it's so it's just waffle (laughs) (laughs) exactly exactly and I'm almost you wonder obviously you don't get the chance very um, often but I wonder like if you put them on the spot how would they be I don't know because I asked them why should we believe that they're going to make active changes because our politicians have been saying for ages that they're going to do stuff but they haven't that why should I believe them when they say they will act and I don't know they didn't, it was waffling and they didn't give me anything concrete there was like 
some of the main political parties on the panel yeah. and well-known politicians and they dodged the question yeah. completely or didn't answer. Which is um, kind of ridiculous. Which is ridiculous, yeah. People who are already in, in powerful positions yeah. are just refusing to... Look in the other way. Frustration mm. intensifies. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> that's a, that, <laughs> on that like light and happy note about how difficult it is to um, lobby the government. Uh, so the idea for episode five um, was kind of hard for us to form into a, like a succinct. We know what we want to talk about, but the overall title is at the moment climate justice. Um, so we're going to talk about um, human rights and climate change ecofeminism, climate change disproportionately affecting the third world and then also like the impacts of consumerism and overconsumption I mean that goes hand in hand with waste yeah. uh, so like fast fashion, inequality yeah that's yeah. the gist of it and no doubt there will be more come to us after yeah. that um, and then episode 6 we want to talk science oh. it's not going to be boring we hope mm. um, it's going to be like climate solutions and we could have a look at uh, solar power, water systems. We could look at electric cars and how they work. We're gonna delve into biofuels a bit, which yeah, I only learned that this year um, that biofuels are like not the godsend miracle that no. we thought they were. <laughs> which I was sat in the lecture sad. room and I like felt just so hollow. <laughs> and we'll go into why, but uh, stay tuned for yeah. why biofuels are actually not that great. No. Um, and we're going to touch on GMOs as well, which is also controversial, but we'll see what there is to say. Yeah, GMOs is an issue very close to my heart. Mm-hmm. But we'll talk about like what actually is a GMO. Um, yeah. Maybe you're eating GMOs that you don't realise. <laughs> totally fine. Spooky. <laughs> yeah. um, and then our next episode is going to be a bit more lighthearted after the sciencey one. Um, and that's going to be about naturalists. Um, significant people we admire we admire yeah like uh, Dr. Jane Goodhall David Attenborough Greta Thunberg which I'm sure all of you have heard of by now because she was such a badass yeah yeah um, what was I doing when I was 15 I was she's 15? 16 16 I was in TY and I was an absolute dope no I was I was <laughs> I didn't care about the environment then I didn't know what I was doing when I was 16 don't. I, I don't want to I don't want to imagine <laughs> But yeah, so those, some of those are going to be like climate activists yeah. and some of those are going to just be people who, I suppose what you call like biologists, yeah. naturalists, who just have kind of put nature in the public eye because for, well, for me anyway, mm-hmm. nature and the environment, you know, it's like, what, what's the expression? Two sides of the same coin? Yeah, that's it. Um, we can't have one without the other. And mm-hmm. then hopefully two more episodes after that. We're being very ambitious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, this, <laughs> this may or may not happen. <laughs> We're going um, to touch on sustainable living, how you as an individual can make changes in your life to reduce your negative impact on the environment, reduce your waste production, your plastic production, all that kind of stuff. And I suppose that would focus on like the food you eat. And we might discuss um, veganism and plant-based diets. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm a vegetarian. You're... Omnivore. I'm not. I'm not. I'm an omnivore. I'm a terrible, <laughs> terrible omnivore. No. Um, and I suppose we're still both environmentalists. Like you yeah, say. yeah, exactly. And um, that's, that's something that's yeah. in the public eye a lot at the moment, yeah, is that's... diet and the environment. What else did you say? You said clothes, clothes food. Fast fashion, I suppose. Yeah. Um, transport. Yeah. Also so- sourcing. Where if we, I mean, it all depends on if yeah. we have time. But like sourcing, so like... Um, oh, things how, like thi- palm oil. Yeah, things like palm oil being branded sustainable and something might be uh, fair trade, which actually, you know, obviously mm. is fair trade, but it, how that's all intertwined with 
organic fair trade, does that mean it's good for the planet? Exactly, yeah. Yeah, um, because something is sustainable, does that mean that it's, yeah? Mm. And also just, um, if we could also touch on, like, where our, st- where our, our food and our possessions come from in terms of the resources that are I mean exploited in in other faraway yeah. parts of the world and I mean how are we to know sometimes the information is really hard to get about where things come from yeah it's uh, yeah. more about being conscious I think of what you are buying and the impact that it can have that being conscious I suppose of if you're buying veg you could get veg that's locally produced that it's in season so it doesn't have to be like flown in from yeah. who knows where and have all those air miles on it mm. um, being conscious of how much you buy in like H&M or pennies or whatever because that's all fast fashion that's not good because how many tons of clothes end up in landfill every year or burnt and that brings us nicely to, to our last episode um, which is going to be about documentaries and a, a really interesting uh, documentary about fast fashion is The True Cost which yeah. I mean probably a lot of people have seen it's been out a while now but it's I mean these are documentaries that are like in well in the public mm-hmm. eye so what we're going to be doing is just giving our take on them yeah we've not really decided which ones or how many we can cover but nah. there's um, we'll see sure what's the Leonardo DiCaprio one called oh uh, I thought that was an inconvenient truth no that's oh. the Al Gore one I have no idea. I can see it in my head, but I can't yeah. remember the title. <laughs> We're clearly with... such experts. Yes. Um, what else? Conspiracy is obviously a really well... Um, was that debunked, though? It's contentious. Yeah. I don't, I, I've heard it's debunked. I haven't read I haven't into it. I saw the documentary um, when it first came out. What other ones is it? Oh, David Attenborough's new... Um... Yeah, so that series. What's it called? Our Planet. Our Planet. Okay. And maybe some other documentaries, if we can think of them. Yeah, or anything else we think of along the way, basically. Yeah, or... Um, kind of like we'll try our best for, to, mm. to source things in terms of information and yeah. journals and articles and link them in some kind of a way I don't know news doing all the time so <laughs> to be honest I'm a bit of a fool <laughs> when it comes to computers but we'll try like yeah. if we find background information attach it to each episode and obviously if we have recommendations yeah we'll make them too yeah we'll make them too but I suppose just bear in mind we know as much as you do yeah um, and it's all about like starting Learning. a discussion yeah, yeah. exactly so, so I think um, that's it for now. Yeah, that's everything we have for our, our, our first episode. That's pretty good. So if you've made it this far, thank you for listening. Um, I'm very sorry <laughs> that it wasn't more succinct, but you know, Same it's chats <laughs> as well as environmentalism. Yeah. We never promised a professional scientific And we're outlook. not going to give you one. No, okay. So hopefully we'll see you next time. So how do we sign off? How do we sign off? We wait for the jingle. Come on, so. <laughs> <laughs>